This happened today, and I have no idea how to feel or what this man was thinking. To you, it may not seem as scary, but many of us were really scared. I was at the hotel I work at close to the end of my shift. I was cleaning my second to last room when a man approached the door of the room. Hi, can I grab some towels? He asked. Sure, just body towels or hand and face towels as well. I responded, a little shaken up from the sudden appearance of another person. At first, I thought my nerves or anxiety disorder was causing the internal freakout that I was having as the man introduced himself. I couldn't hear his name as he spoke very low, but we'll call him Marcus. So, is there only a pool table and slot machines downstairs? Marcus asked. Still seemingly normally a conversation to have with a guest, I answered. Well, we also have a fitness room with a ping pong table, and there's also a couple of other arcade games as well. Oh, cool. Marcus said. So, what time do you get off? This is where I truly felt uncomfortable. Uh, it really depends daily. Well, what about today? I was highly uncomfortable, so I answered. Uh, maybe a couple of hours from now. Marcus nodded. Maybe when you get off, you can knock on my door and stop by. I kind of just nodded and grabbed something off my cart to pretend to clean the room. I stepped into the room and pulled my vacuum in, before then shutting the door and taking the stairs back to the first floor. Marcus was now getting on the elevator, so the stairs which had cameras seemed like the best option. I hid in the laundry room and checked the cameras for my housekeeping manager, Haley. She was on the third floor. I was going to ask her to help me finish the room I was in, since I was uncomfortable. Well, upon getting to the third floor, again by the stairs... I noticed the man standing outside of the room that Haley was in. I hid in our storage room until he had passed and then hurried to that room. Haley was cleaning the room of a long-term guest and the guest was in the room. The guest looked at me. Do you work here? Yes, ma'am, I responded. Haley stood and joined the conversation. Can you find out if he is a guest here? The female guest then asked. I then looked at Haley. He's actually why I'm up here. He asked me what time I get off and if I could stop by his room. Before Haley could speak, the guest started again. He was standing there at the door asking to come in until I grabbed both my cell phone and the hotel phone, threatening to phone the police. Haley nodded and she then pulled me further into the room while shutting the door. She called our general manager, Austin, to tell him about Marcus. Who's the man on third? Haley started. He has both 312, the room we were in, and Jade scared out of their minds. He actually asked Jade what time she got off. Jade being me, by the way. Austin then immediately came to the third floor. He was on the phone with Marcus and his roommate. He said that he was trying to get soap. Haley responded. He got towels from Jade. He could have got soap from her. And why did he ask Jade what time she got off? Or to stop by his room? Austin nodded and then went downstairs to call the police. Haley then joined me on the second floor to finish my room. One of the police officers spoke with us about Marcus and about what happened. 
The officer also asked if I wanted the man to leave. I agreed, while Haley and I finished my last room, and she then let the officers force the man to leave the hotel. Austin had to watch the cameras as I walked back and into the laundry room. The men had lied to the officers and saying that their truck was broken down, so they were still inside the hotel. As I got into the vehicle my boyfriend picked me up in, I watched the men drive their truck out of the parking lot. They pulled into another hotel in the row. Our hotel was in a row of three. Austin's words rang out in my head. Call me paranoid, but this happens in hotels all across the country. Human traffickers get rooms and then look for women and men who are alone and willing. Stay safe. We may have all overreacted, but it was a horrifying experience for us all involved. This man was allowed to go to another hotel since the police had no grounds to arrest him. I cannot figure out what he was planning or why he acted the way he did. I just really hope we were wrong and he didn't actually do anything. The story takes place at a dangerous motel called the Budget Suites of America in Dallas, Texas. I was staying here temporarily while I found a place to live. Being denied multiple times for an apartment, I felt like I'll never be able to get out of this dangerous motel. One evening, my mom had called and asked me to fax a form for her. She had really stressed the importance to get this faxed over by 8 a.m. I agreed and I told her it'll be sent before the morning. After work, I arrived home just to change my clothes, but ended up passing out on the couch. I sprung up immediately in a panic because it was 4 a.m., and this form had to be faxed over by 8. I hurriedly got into my car, made my way to the local 24-hour FedEx, and proceeded to send the form. I get back home around 5, and I felt really good that I was able to help my mom. As I'm getting out of the car, a man emerges from the dark shadows and is walking near me. Oh shit, you really scared me there. I exclaimed. Now, usually when a man scares a woman, they'll tend to say something to let her know they're not a threat. Well, this guy didn't say a word. Strike one. I continue to walk through the courtyard and he's now right behind me as if he's trailing me. Strike two. Now that I'm walking up the stairs, he's right on my heels. Strike three. Now to give you some perspective, my door is on the far right corner with zero foot traffic. So if anyone is coming up the stairs, they're strictly walking to the left. I look to my left and I don't see him walking down the breezeway. I fix my eyes down the stairs and he's not walking back down either. I soon then realized that he was leaned against the pillar of the building, waiting for me to open my door. Now, I don't know where this came from, but I walked around the pillar and then screamed, What the fuck are you doing? He starts panicking and stuttering, saying that he dropped his ID, blah blah blah, and then begins to walk away. Now I'm in full-on fight mode, and I tell him, Nah, bitch, you were trying to rob me. You ain't gonna get me. Find another sucker etc. I'm going on and on about how he wouldn't get a chance to rush in my room and he got the wrong one today. I honestly don't know who the hell I thought I was this day. Anyways, I rushed into my room, locked the door, and then immediately pushed the couch in front of the door as if that was going to save me. As soon as I felt safe, 
I then immediately broke down crying and hyperventilating. Before this incident, I couldn't ever find an apartment because of my background. Stupid Walmart petty theft. Afterwards, I got approved immediately because they couldn't find my background. It was as if God himself was getting me out of this dangerous situation. Now to that really weird guy that tried to harm me. I hope you rot in hell or jail. The worst thing that ever happened to me happened at a hotel. I was making a cross-country drive. I won't say where it was exactly because I don't really think that was important. However, it was a long and lonely cross-country highway. I had been driving a long time and late into the night. There weren't many cars and the ones that were there wouldn't turn off their high beams. So it was a lonely and very tiring experience. Each streetlight hit my eyes like a hypnotist watch, making me feel like I was in some sort of long and painful to my eyes dream. I'm one of those people who really likes driving at night because I make better time, but I was having just way too difficult of a problem this night. I eventually gave in and went to a hotel. It was a bit of a rundown hotel. I didn't even like it at first, but I mean, who knows how much longer I could have driven before I found another. The office was more like a movie theater ticket booth than a hotel office. There was a glass booth, and I had to pass my credit card and ID under the glass. It was weird. The man at the counter was kind of creepy too. He kind of kept looking at me really weird, and I could have sworn he was checking me out over and over. I kind of felt dirty, and when I finally got my key, I went to my room. However dirty I felt, I definitely didn't take a shower right away in that room. It was dirty, don't get me wrong, but it did sort of smell really weird. I checked the bed sheets and they were very clean, which made me happy, but the carpet was really old. While it may have been vacuumed, I figured that was where the smell was coming from. The bathroom was clean, but the water smelled too and that's why I decided to skip the shower. I got changed and got ready for bed. I thought that I'd check out an hour or so of television and try and fall asleep after that. Yeah, I'd been falling asleep on the road, but I always like to see something on TV before going to bed. I almost fell asleep while watching TV. While I was dozing though, I suddenly heard a knock on the door I made my way over to the door, stumbling, as I was tired. When I looked through the keyhole, I saw a rather large and really nasty looking man. He had to be six foot five, and I couldn't even guess on his weight. He was also really dirty, and I can't even describe how gross the man looked. I wasn't about to open the door. I did ask through the door if I could help him somehow, though. Yeah, the manager told me I needed to come and get you to take you to the desk. He told me. There was a problem with your credit card. It was very fishy. This was a hotel. The manager could have just called me. I then asked the guy why didn't he just call me. Uh, well, you see, the main phone at the desk is broken. He informed me. So yeah, you're gonna have to come out to the desk there was a problem with your card. I wasn't going to go outside. 
I told the man to wait a minute. I went over to my computer, which I had connected to the motel internet. I then pulled up the website for my credit card. When I did, it had confirmed that the money had gone through on my hotel. I was about to check something else when the man began pounding on the door. Sir, if you don't come out now, we're going to have to call the police. You'll be arrested for trespassing since you didn't pay for the room. Well, if this guy was planning on attacking me or killing me or something, he really made a mistake getting so aggressive. I wasn't about to come out now, and his reasoning was pretty stupid. I went over to the door and made sure the bolt was locked really tight. I then yelled at the man to get the hell away from my door because I was calling the cops. His response was shocking. You call the police? Sure, call the damn police. All they're going to do is arrest your sorry ass. You're the one trespassing, you idiot. You'll go to jail immediately. The only way you ain't going to jail is if you come out of this door right now. I went ahead and called the police while the man was still pounding on the door. Apparently they were already on their way as the hotel attendant and one of my neighbors had heard all the ruckus and called them. Going back to the door, I told the guy that I'd called the cops and we'd see just who got arrested. He didn't waste any time. He ran off, jumped into a pickup truck, and then sat in it in the parking lot. When the police arrived, we gave them the full story. They arrested the guy while we were talking. Apparently, he was an ex-con. He had served time for aggravated assault and attempted murder. I found out much later during the case that he had also been wanted in charge with murdering a hotel guest in a neighboring state. He pretended to be a hotel worker, demanding a woman to come out of her room because her credit card didn't go through. She went with him, and he beat her up so badly she died. So yeah, I think I really dodged a bullet. I had to leave my home due to being slammed by the recent derecho that knocked out our power. I live in Illinois. The connections from our house to the grid and lines were completely severed in the storm, so we've been waiting on someone to repair them. That means that the insurance covered moving me, my sister, and my niece and two dogs into a hotel with power. It was just the two of us in an unfamiliar town, and I had been on edge ever since the storm hit. I feel like this is something interesting to note, though not really important to the event. I've always really trusted a dog's judge of character better than anyone else's, and this comes into play later on. Anyways, tonight I had to take the younger puppy, an Australian Shepherd named Buddy, out for his potty break. It was a routine thing that we do every night just to ensure he doesn't make a mess in the room. He's usually a very timid dog, but he does like a lot of people. It just takes him a little bit to warm up to you, but he's very friendly. On the way to the side of the hotel building to let him do his business, I noticed four girls and an older woman ahead of me blocking the path. I had assumed they were on their way to the car when they had then turned around and faced me and Buddy. I was tense. It was late at night, and I was already slightly irritable because it was nearing my bedtime, and the older woman looked really sketchy. Just something about her put me off in a way that I can't really describe. Apparently, Buddy had also felt the same way about her, because he paused just as I did when she suddenly changed the direction and engaged in conversation with me. I noticed the four girls who had originally been going with the woman had left her behind as she kept talking and also trying to approach and pet Buddy, who wasn't having it. 
Our conversation went something like this. What's his name? How old is he? His name is Buddy. He's about a year old. Buddy was backing up slowly from her, and I could hear him begin to growl quietly. I really love dogs, and they usually love me too, but he seems shy. Yeah, he's pretty shy at first. I have my own Aussie in my car a little ways down. She's five months old and would be really excited to meet him. At this point, I was growing both unnerved and more irritated, just wanting to take the dog out for his bathroom break when I then heard him growl, this time much louder. He looked ready to bite her, afraid, which I could feel. Buddy has never growled at anyone, and this is why I found it extremely strange and unnerving. There was something wrong here, and both Buddy and I knew it. The lady noticed this and quickly backed off, giving a nervous laugh as she sped walked away, but then turned around to add, You'll see my dog soon. Then I can only assume she left to go meet up with the girls that had passed her by. She seemed really disinterested and startled by Buddy's response, and I quickly took a look around before walking to the area in plain view to let him go potty. I never once let him out of my sight, and I kept an eye on my surroundings the entire time until we were ready to head back. I did one last sweep, and I didn't see her or any of the girls from earlier, and then hauled ass back to my room. I praised Buddy, and I gave him a lot of attention when I got inside and took off his leash. I don't know what that lady's intentions were, but she spooked the hell out of not just me, but my usually happy-go-lucky friendly little dog, too. It's safe to say that I may have dodged a bullet there. The worst part is, during all of this, she was being overly friendly. She even brought up an ice cream shop like she was talking to a little kid. I understand that I might look younger than most my age, but I know I don't look that young. Another thing to note is that when I did take Buddy to his usual spot, I did pass a car that did have an Australian Shepherd in it, and the vehicle was on. However, when I got a good look of the dog, I knew that there was no way that the Aussie I saw there could have been five months old. My family is very familiar with Australian Shepherds, and having grown up with them, I can definitely tell the difference between a five-month-old puppy and a two-year-old adult. And the dog in that car was most definitely an adult. She was bigger than Buddy, who's 11 months old, and the same size or at least slightly bigger than our older two-year-old named Pepper. That car I mentioned? The one with the Aussie in it? Well, it was parked the opposite direction of where the lady and those girls had walked off to. Either way, all of this spooked me the hell out in a way that I haven't felt in years, and that's saying something. I messaged my girlfriend about it, and she brought up the fact that Australian Shepherds are regarded as rich people dogs, and apparently good breeding stock. I was also reminded that dogfighting rings were also a possibility, but I highly doubt that was the stranger's intention. All I can say is that I'm really grateful that my instincts as well as buddies were in tune with one another, and we managed to stay out of harm's way. Always listen to your dog, and always, always trust your gut.